Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of your favorite Ball Blab podcast. My name is Jason Stalakis. I'm here with Jack today, remote. Uh, Nate's at work, so it's just going to be a two-man show today. So, Jack, how are we doing? It's been a while. Yeah, welcome back. Been a minute, but uh, I'm great. How are you? I'm glad that summer's here and it's hitting us well. Yeah, I know you just got done with tennis a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, it didn't end the way you wanted to, but off yeah. topic. Um, we can talk all day about it, but... Let's talk about the Boston Red Sox for a minute. And absolutely. And wow. It's been a roller coaster of emotions and it continues. Uh, and now we're in a couple days away from June ending, maybe th- uh, four, four games left. You have like one against the White Sox and then the Marlins series. And yep. then, uh, and then you go to Toronto. So, but let's talk about the games prior. So, uh, Jack, give me your thoughts. Um, do you think the Sox have improved since their uh, losing streak, or do you think you think they're back to where they are? I should say not losing streak, I should say winning streak. I don't know why I said losing, but ever since they won six straight, do you think they're back to their um, losing ways? Yeah, you know, it's a tough question because that's kind of been the trend of this team, right? They hover around 500, then they get above with an eight-game win streak, and then they go super cold. And, you know, this is a team who's playing well in the last 10 games. They were 7-3 and three before today's loss. Um, and a lot of it's come, you know, it, it's come down to the starting rotation as of late, right? The rotation's been really good as of late, ever since Paxton got healthy. He's pitched excellent. Bayo's been great as of late. Whitlock's been good since getting off the I.L. But in that time, the offense hasn't been great. Um you know, you've seen less production. Obviously, Duran got really cold, which was kind of expected, and Wong cooled down a bit, as well as a couple other guys. Devers still isn't totally where he needs to be, whereas before, we weren't getting the best starts, but it's fine because we were scoring seven, eight runs a game. So this team, I mean, it's been they've been performing to this date around what I expected. I, I had them finishing with 84 wins, you know, um, three games above 500. Right now, they're, I think, one or two two games above 500. So I think, yeah, they, they, they're playing better than, you know, that terrible, terrible stretch after that win streak. But I think at the end of the day, that's what this team is. They're hot and cold. They're up and down like a roller coaster. And you're not going to get just a, a bunch of really good baseball from them because it's going to get ugly at times. It was ugly defensively in uh, the losing streak. And it was – it shined – on occasions, like I know Royal made a good play in the Rocky series, but other than that, and Rafi's been great on the uh, third base, but mm-hmm. other than that, it, the defense has not been good. Um, you you mentioned the starting rotation. I'll add Tanner Houck to that before his unfortunate comebacker, which the Sox have the worst luck when it comes to that stuff. But yep. yeah. look, we I Nate said this last episode. He's like, the Red Sox are the definition of one step forward, two steps back. And it's showing, right? We, in the Minnesota series, after, and this was in the midst of the six-game winning streak, um, the Sox won the first two games pretty handily, right? And then they got walked off the game three, you know what, whatever. Then game four, bullpen game, Brandon Walters' first um, appearance. Um, Yeah. Does it, it, mm-hmm. I think he did okay? What six and two thirds innings? I didn't get to watch much. I was at work, but yeah, he, was, he was solid, solid. But 
you know, you said, you know, the, this, one of the strengths of this team was the rotation and the rotation is, it, we were talking about this earlier today too. Like who's going to get the spot start for Tanner Houck's role. And I, I told you they're going to go with an opener and then Chris Murphy. Well, obviously they're not going to do that now because Chris Murphy was used today. So a lot, a lot is, um, how should I say? I feel like we're, I feel like, and I don't want to say implosion or a fire sale, but I think I think a move is imminent in the next few weeks, whether it be the trading of a few one-year pieces or, um, I, I think the two-year guy stay, the two-year deal guy stay. But let's mm-hmm. let, let's. Agree. It's been a roller coaster of emotions, like I said. Um, mm-hmm. What What are your thoughts as the trade deadline's about a month away? Do you Do you think the stock should be clear sellers, clear buyers, in the middle, do nothing? Like, what's your view? just up um, to this point. You know, it's tough because you're playing in just such a stacked division, the best division in baseball. You know what? I mean, you could, you can finish above. You can definitely finish in fourth and sneak into the wild card. You know, who knows what's going to happen with the Yankees considering, you know, Judge's injury is worse than we thought. But you're going to have to hop in front of the Blue Jays. And although I don't think the Orioles are as good as their record might show, you're not getting ahead of them. Um, unless they really implode. So, so you got to get in front of the Blue Jays and or the Yankees. It's tough. These teams are these teams are a lot more loaded than us and a lot more healthy than us. And I think I don't think you go all in. Definitely not on a rental. You don't go all in on a rental because that's not how this team's built. But if you want to add a guy who's you know under contract for another year or under contract long term, so be it. Or if you want to add a guy with the with the um, goal of extending him. So be it. Granted, where the team's at, I don't like. I never have liked the idea of selling as the Boston Red Sox because you're a high mark, you're a big market team. You're always supposed to be in this thing. So selling, like, it's a tough idea for me. They should have sold last year. They didn't. It cost them. For me, I don't see like if you look at their team, who could they actually sell? Paxson's a big piece that they could get. They they could get something for. Um, a veteran with plenty of experience pitching really well on an expiring one-year deal. To me, he'd be he's obviously the best piece that they have to move, but I don't think anybody's going to give you anything for Kike. You're probably not going to get anything for or much for Duval. Um you're not going to get any you're not going to trade Turner, Kenley or Martin. So it's really it comes down to those three and it really comes down to Paxton. I don't think you're getting anything for Duval or Kike. So the question is do you trade Paxton? Or do you look to add a guy who can be here long-term? Well, I love the idea of adding a guy who can be here long-term. But like Bloom touched on earlier, there are a lot of teams who are going to be pursuing guys. So, you know, the deadline value of guys always goes up because there's demand for them. So I don't want to overpay now when we can just get a guy like that in the offseason and free agency or something like that in the hopes of buying games this year. I would, however, welcome the idea of trading Paxton. I, I That's the big one. And if you can trade Kike, whatever, or Duval, whatever. But I think you do trade Paxton. I don't think he's here long term because you want Bayo to start. You want Whitlock to start. How can Cutter, too? You have a sale under contract. You really need to go out and sign a pitcher, too. I don't know if there's a spot here for uh, Paxton unless you prioritize him over a young pitcher. Look, I feel like we're punting on this season. Look, if we make it, fine. But I always go back to what's the direction of the team? 
And I don't know what it is. I still think it's vague as a fan. I still think if if the if the goal is to be competitive by the time Marcel Mayer comes up, unfortunately, we're gonna punt another year ball. Right? But if the if the direction is gonna be, oh, we're gonna be competitive next year, use the one year deals to trade for middling prospects, which is the best you're going to get. You're not going to get a top 10 a prospect for Paxton. Um, then, okay. You the could only... get maybe a team's top 10, though. Yeah, okay. 10 or 9 at best. Maybe 8. If, But it's, it's going to depend on the market, right? And you yeah, said definitely. other teams are going to be bidding. And Paxton's a good... The, the only reason Paxton's going to have a little bit more value than other starting pitchers is he's a lefty, right? Lefty veteran who has experience, who's going to be a rental. So if I'm a team, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going near my top prospects. Maybe a guy who struggling a little bit, but ne- needs a change of scenery. Um, But the only way you're going to get a decent prospect return is if you trade the two year, two year deal guys. So, but I, I'm not a fan of that at all. Yeah, I mean, like in term for me, I think this team, you know, I have the Red Sox being slightly missing the playoffs this year and being a better team than 500, just better than 500. But this team next year, you know, they kind of reset the tax this year. They have guys under under contract for a while: Story, Yoshida, Devers, etc. You have hopefully Meyer coming up. You have. Wong and Casas, maybe Duran with more experience under their belt, Bayo, Winkowski, Cutter, whatever it is. I think this team can be really good next year with the addition of an ace and maybe a bat. So I'm not giving up on Turner because I think he can really help you next year. He can help a playoff team next year. I'm not trading the closer and setup man, both of which are elite, Martin and Kenley, when they can help you win playoff games next year. You know, I, I don't think the return will be there, especially considering like Martin's very cost effective and Honestly, so is Kenley. So, yeah, I'm with you. I wouldn't touch the two-year guys. But you want Duvall, Kike, Paxton, so be it. Um, I don't really think there'd be anybody else on the team with much value other than those guys. I don't know if – is there somebody I'm missing who would maybe be mm, trade bait? No. I mean, nobody's picking up Maybe Kluber. Christian Royal. That's a maybe just I, because yeah, it's I'm like I'm kind of done with him personally. Like get, give me some Valdez in the place of Arroyo. I'm happy. Get get some yeah. playing time to David Hamilton. Give some time to the young guys. Right, bring up the kids. Yeah, That's what I they mean, should have done last. Kluber, the only one I guess the other guy maybe could be Pavetta. Maybe. Well, yeah, Pavetta is interesting because what's his term? What's his role long term? I think he's going to go because he has this year. He does have next year. Um, the Tampa Bay way. I'm just going to look hype like just as a Tampa Bay Ray, um, front office guy. What's the what's their what's their way right? You went to arbitration years, and you're gonna get shift shift for yeah, he's, another he's guy. An two, he's an arb two. So like, Pavetta's okay, actually so that one guy who could have some value. However, I don't think he's gonna sign a deal here. Like I I I'd keep Pavetta. I I mean I think he's a great reliever. You know he is he is 30 years old, but I think he's a great reliever. However, I think he's gonna test the market and want to start. He's been very clear on that. And, you know, there's going to be a team like Detroit or somebody like that who will give them, you know, a two-year, 
they'll give him a Sean Mania contract kind of thing. Two years, 15 million or whatever it is. He'll get that to be a number five starter or something like that. You know, like he's not going to be here long-term in the bullpen. Right. Um, you know, back, I was, I was, I was trying to allude to a point earlier. Look, you gotta, you gotta trade Paxton. I kind, I'm kind of in favor of getting rid of Kike. I don't think he has that much value, but if he continues to be a good utility player, I want to say continues because he hasn't really shown he's a good utility player yet. Just some flashes in center field. But if he can continue, if he can have a little bit more value and you know, Adam Duvall, he sucked. He's like, he's been like strikeout, 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 strikeout. Yeah. And that's the guy. That's a guy. He'll give you like 150 strikeouts in a season, probably. Right. In a full season. Yeah. Something like that. Right, and uh, everyone kind of knew that he wasn't going to return to original form after he came back from the IL, but because now he's like batting like 260, it's crazy. But yeah, point yeah. being, you got to try to get rid of the one-year guys, and I'm taking calls on the two-year guys, but I'm only pulling the trigger if it's something good. Like if 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 I have the team, like if the New York Mets are like, oh, we want Kenley Jansen and Justin Turner, I'm saying it better be a good, it better be good, or else I'm hanging up. See, honestly, like I personally, I'm not even going to listen to a call. I mean, yeah, if you give me the best prospect in baseball, which is never happening, realistically, what you're going to get for Kenley and Turner isn't going to be worth it for this team because then you go into the offseason, once again, needing a closer, needing a DH just like you did last year. When you have guys who can still play and who can help you next year, like I don't think what you're going to get is worth the risk or the wait, you know, because at the end of the day, whatever you get, you're going to have to wait one, two, three years to see it out. So I'm keeping my two-year guys. If you want Kike Hernandez, I mean, nobody's going to want him. And plus, you're not going to get anything for him. It's probably not even worth shaking up the locker room like you did last year. Um, Kike's probably not going anywhere. You'll pro- maybe see Paxton dealt. They made the mistake last year of not not trading guys like JD or Avaldi or even maybe a Rich Hill or a Waka. Are they going to make the same mistake again? I don't know. I would probably lean towards yes, honestly. If I had to guess, they're going to look uh, – if I had to guess, they're not going to add anybody, and they're probably going to stay put, maybe trade Paxton. I, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think is actually going to happen? What I think is actually going to happen, they're not going to get a single guy, like a single impact player. I think that's obvious because yeah. if you're Hein Bloom, you're going to look at the depth chart and be like, okay, I have Trevor Story coming back. He adds power. Um, he's a middle infielder and he has speed, right? He'll probably come back as a DH in July, which is in actually in a couple of weeks. Jesus. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, definitely no. And then when you look at the starting rotation, the only guy I would look at is Dylan Cease, but their asking price is definitely going to be like Mayor, Blythe, Raffaella level. So it's like Bloom, Bloom has been very, very like hoardy with those prospects. So, but look, that's if 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 the Reds, it's it's interesting because if the Red Sox do get a, an ace like Dylan Cease or uh, Shane Bieber is another guy, then they don't need to go next off season and go out to get an arm. Right. Cause ne- let's look at next off season. You're, you're going to be in relatively the same place. Assuming, assuming the two year guys stay. Cause I also worry bloom is like, Oh, look, I didn't, I learned, I learned from last year. Everyone must go right. 
I could see that, unfortunately. Do I think it's right? No. But my point is simply, um, if you keep the two-year guys, you're going to go into next offseason in relatively the same spot, but a lot of the young guys are going to fill in roles for you easily. Like uh, Jaron Duran, right? He's gonna He could probably be your opening day center fielder. Alex Verdugo, Yoshida, and then infield left to right Devers. Shortstop, we don't know. Maybe it's Story. Second base, Valdez possibly. You have more mind. You have more minor league. How about Meyer though? I mean, why can't Meyer? Meyer can come up and earn that job. I'm, I'm honestly hoping he does. Yeah, I, I don't know if Bloom's gonna be rushed. I don't know if they're gonna rush him. They're, they're not gonna rush him because at the end of the day, you're gonna see Meyer at some point next year, whether it's in September, like we saw with Casas last year, or whether it's you know he comes up right away or early to make a real impact long term. You're going to yeah. see him next year. Or a guy like I Nick really York. That, yeah, yeah, York's on the way too, for sure. I mean, and, and that could open up a spot at DH for Story or something like that, let let the young kids play it out in the middle. But I really hope that Meyer has a great spring training, finishes off this year strong in AA, maybe gets the promotion to AAA, which he probably won't. But hey, like, Devers didn't play in AAA. You know, who who knows? If he's <laughs> if he's really hitting, he can he can really make an impact on the team next year for sure. Yeah. I mean, half of it, half of Devers was like, it was necessity. They didn't have a third baseman at the time. It was crazy, but yeah, I mean, that, that's a, that's an interesting question, but look, mayor mayor's the savior of the Red Sox future. So, but my point I was alluding to is you have about 70 ish million next year to spend until you uh, pass the CBT threshold the first surcharge as they call it. Right, you got to go get an ace. Like I don't want, I don't want another. Oh, here's Corey Kluber. Here are a bunch of three through five guys. Here's Corey Kluber. Here's Adam Duvall. Oh, Kiki, I I gave Kike Hernandez a raise. No, I want to go get. I'll get an impact player. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe it's uh Yoshinobu Yamamoto. You know the guy from Japan. And, Absolutely. I mean that'd and, be amazing. Hear me out. And hear me out. In 2019. The Red Sox started scouting Yoshida, like in the beginning of the Bloom era, right? They started scouting Yoshida, and then, you know, they went after him when he was posted, like 2020, 2021, 2022, boom. And guess what? Yoshinobu Yamamoto played on the same team as Yoshida did, right? So you, you kind of see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's available um, Noel is available. Julio nope. Urias is available. Like I, they, I, I say, no way to Urias personally. I know I started wow. to interrupt you. How can you say no way to Urias? Just, just because he's a Boris client. Yeah, but dude, he's younger than Whitlock and Hauk. I've actually looked at this in the he past. He is. He's younger than Whitlock and Hauk. I but no, hold on, hold on. I actually he no way he, really. He's twenty seven. He's twenty seven. Um, he is. Already pitched like seven hundred career innings. It's crazy. Let me let me look at it one sec. But I mean, Hulk's twenty six, and I think Whitlock's twenty five. Whitlock's twenty seven. I want to say he's twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven. My look, God, yeah, you're right. Let's see. He's twenty seven. God, yeah. Oh my God, I'm 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 getting old, man. Yeah, I mean, he's been Urias is yeah, Urias has been so good. I mean, I think you have to look at him, even if he's a Boris Klein. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, the Red Sox are going to be interested in them. Another guy, Marcus yeah. Stroman. Arias, Arias has 54 career wins. He's younger than Whitlock. He already has over 14 B-War. He has a career ERA below three in almost 700 innings. He's 27. Somebody's going to pay him. He's going to get in. He hasn't had a great year so far this year, but he's getting a bag, and you, you have to look at him. Yeah. Because he, he's a guy who could be right next to Bayo for you know close to a decade in your rotation, just like Yamamoto. Here and here, here's another question. Do you th- we could be looking at a rotation next year of a potential ace? Oh, I don't know why I said uh, here's another question, but we're looking at next year. You could potentially have on open on your opening day roster, bearing barring an, an, an inevitable injury, unfortunately, you could have a guy like Julio Urias or Yoshinobu Yamamoto, number two, Bayo, yep. Yep. Whitlock, Hauk, Drohan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough to tell with Drohan because he's moved, he's moved quickly and he's been, he's, you know, he's been very good, obviously, but I, I like Cutter Crawford, man. I feel like he's yeah. better than a reliever. I think he's going to be a starter long term. And I agree with you. You can't count on Sale to have a spot in that rotation next year. Nope. He's just broken our heart too many times, even if he still has it. I think for health concerns, whatever, just just put him in the bullpen. Let him have a, finish out the last year of his, of his deal because he's not going to qualify for the remaining option. Let him finish out the deal in the bullpen. He'll put together a solid season there. I think it's better for his health and it's better for the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're getting ahead of ourselves talking about next year. I mean, it's tough because at the end of the day, like some people were so high on this team, but you and I, Jason, we both knew this was like a team that's going to hover around 500. It's a, it's a slightly above average team. You know, this isn't a team who's going to make a push for the division or make a push for the, the world series. That That's the reality. And although, you know, the, the team was fun to watch at the beginning, you know, it's gotten pretty tough with, such bad defense. The quality of ABs has gone down. Devers isn't playing nearly as well as he needs to. So, like, you know, it's it's tough again for the Red Sox fans after a really disappointing last year. This season hasn't been all that much better. Yeah. You you this deadline's gonna have a lot of it's gonna signal the direction even more. It's not gonna be clear, I still don't think, but Look, if they're if they do sell the two year, if Bloom sells the two year deals and he gets rid of all the one year deals, you know they're banking on twenty twenty five. It's just I just don't know what year. And it's if they just, get honestly, rid of, there's, there's no way. Sorry to interrupt you, but there's no way they do that. Plus, dude, like job security. If yeah. they if they finish last again, Bloom Bloom's job is is going to be up in the air. And I know like. For me, I wouldn't totally be like that because I want the guy here to finish out his – I want him to finish out his plan. You brought him here to rebuild the farm system, which was totally depleted from Dombrowski, and to build a team that can win and compete long-term. It's like like sustainable winning, like what the Braves are doing. So, you know, he's locked up guys on long-term deals like Yoshida, Story, Devers, even Whitlock. And now you're seeing the prospects roll in. You're seeing Bayo and Casas and Duran and Wong roll in. Plus, they're going to try and lock up Verdugo long term. Plus, they have Meyer coming. Like you got to see, see the the plan play out. You know what I'm saying? Look, I, I, you're. I know you're more of a. I want to say Bloom supporter, but you're more on his side. I personally think he still hasn't shown 
me anything. Just because I know he had a uh, trip to the ALCS sandwiched in between two last place finishes. But look, you're going to, you, this is year four of Heim Bloom. I just, to me, the plan is still vague because, like you said, you said it perfectly, right? Heim Bloom was brought in to rebuild the farm system depleted by Dombrowski while rebuild, while, while fielding out and building a competitive team at the same time at the major league level, right? Your farm system, it just lacks pitching still in the high, like, double-A and triple-A outside of Drohan and maybe Brian Mata. But Brian Mata is interesting because he has no options next year. Yeah, but, so, like, we still, we like, yes, the farm system itself is lacking pitching slightly. But, like, you know, Bayo's been insane. Whitlock is trending in the right direction for a starter. Both young pitchers. Hauk, same thing. Cutter, Winkowski have contributed. Like Zach Kelly, even was I think they like him. Um, Murphy's pitching very well, so like we do have a lot of really, really good or pitchers who are really solid, trending in the right direction that are young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't like like I was saying before. Bloom's just got to show me he can make a deep run because like a lot of a lot of 2021 was built by Dombrowski. Because look, you got to look. Uh, outside of Schwarber, you had Schwarber and Kike. You had Devers. You had Bogarts, J.D. Martinez. Yep, Vasquez. Um, Vasquez. That starting rotation. Avaldi, Erod. Uh, I mean, Pavetta was technically in. Sale. Um, I said Evaldi. I'm missing, I'm missing one guy. Hauk was pretty good. Bullpen. Brazier, Barnes. Brazier, Barnes, yep, yep. Robles, my 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 point my point is simply. Well, the bullpen was terrible that year. They had Andre. Was that yeah? That was the Andres year. The Andres, Austin, year. Bryce, Phillips, Valdez. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, to my point, like the bloom, the bloom time has not been good. Right. We've been five hundred. I don't even know what the record is for his time here, but it's probably right it's, around. It's 500. hovering around five hundred. Yeah, it's hovering around 500, and you know we still have a 200 million dollar payroll, and he's made both good and bad moves. Um, I'd say mo- like you know, we, we we he's made good and bad moves. We don't need to get into those, but his his job is definitely going to be up in the air if they finish in last again, as is Cora's and Bush's and Fatsy's. But I think Bloom once again, he's you know he's he's following the command of ownership. And I think, yes, that this roster has flaws and some of it's on him. And same thing last year, the year before. But I think the this will go probably more down on the coaching staff than it will bloom. Mm, that's an interesting take. I I I I'm personally in the opposite. And I'm I think I personally think ownership's gonna back more in Cora. I could be wrong. Um but I think they're going to back more of Cora because ownership's like, oh, look, Cora's taken us to the World Series, the World Series. Yep, yep. in his first year with a juggernaut team. That 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 was a juggernaut team. You you remember, right? Um, 2021 had a very familiar faces. You could argue, or not, you can't you can't argue it did. It was not as good as 2021, right? And you. Kind of got fucked over, but point being, Cora has shown if you make the postseason, 
he'll take you far, right? Bloom, last year was 100% on Bloom. Uh, I, I give Cora a little, I give Cora a little bit of pl- blame pie the way he handled the bullpen, but at the same time, he had no bullpen. But this year, it's interesting because I think you can we can back you can back this up too. Half of Red Sox Twitter split. Half is like, "Oh, screw Cora, he has to go," or "Screw Bloom, he has to go." Right? And I think I think Cora's been bad this year. I think he's been weird with the bullpen. His lineups haven't been great. He's super passive. The defense is the defense tends to fall on the manager. He keeps playing Kike at short, like. Yeah, he hasn't, but then he hasn't been good this year. Not at all. But then, like, yeah, we have Kike Hernandez making 10 million, Kluber making 10 million, Blyer as our best lefty in the pen. Dick Blyer. Counting on sale to make starts. Like, we do have a very, we do have a flawed roster in ways. Um, to me, it just feels, it feels like Bloom's kind of following what leadership's telling him to do. And the staff hasn't been good enough. I don't, if I had to guess, it would it would be weird if they were to fire Bloom because I feel like, once again, like, Meyer isn't here yet. And I feel like they have to give him at least a chance there and st- little things like that. So I don't know if it's if it'll be Bloom or Cora first. To me, it would just be weird, like, if they give if they give up on Bloom after this year. Because everybody knew this was, like, another bridge year, reset the tax year. You know, and if you finish with 84, 85 wins, you're going to fire him because he did just what you're expected to do. You know, that kind of thing. I think they'll fire him if they sell the two-year deal pieces, personally. I know they won't. They won't. I think, has Bloom said it? I'm not sure he has. He doesn't say anything. But if they do, if they if they do, it's like, dude, really? Because you're going to, you got to remember, I tweeted about this the other day. You, just a reminder: You're gonna enter year five of Heim Blue. You're gonna be in a bot. You're gonna finish in the bottom of your, of your division, presumptively, probably in last place. You're probably gonna be sellers at the deadline. Uh, the young pieces are they're still young. You haven't made the postseason yet. You need that. You need guys who are impact players, not guys. I'm sick of those lottery ticket players, right? pay for certainty, give me some winning baseball and give me meaningful games in the summer because the, these past two years have been brutal for Sox fans. Uh, 2021, the end of it was brutal. Mm-hmm. Just, I still don't know the path. And in the last couple of minutes, I think, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to stay positive and say, Bloom does have a plan, but I want to know what it is. Cause like a lot of, like a lot of things in life, I want to know things. Like, I want to know, like, why doesn't he let, go out and say like Theo Epstein did like, look, we're going to suck for a couple of years, but give me time. I'm going to rebuild the core. And he did. Yeah. But I think the plan is to pair. It's to pair like all-star quote unquote, all-star talent on long-term deals. Your Devers, Yoshida's stories, etc., with the young kids who are under team control for five, six, seven years, like Casas, like Duran, like Wong, and kind of making this team young and under contract for long term, for all, uh, for a long time. That way, you're constantly in it. 
with the same guys, that kind of thing. Kind of like what the Braves have done, you know, extend guys early, bring them up, extend them early, let, let them perform, extend them and be good for a while. You know what I'm saying? I think that's really what the plan is. Yeah. I mean, but with the, with the, with the payroll, the Boston Red Sox, I want imp- more impact players. I know we have Devers. I know we have story, but at the same yeah. time, you're a big market team. I just don't like the, we're trying to be the smartest guys in the room, which is like, Oh, to look at what Tampa Bay does. They go with an opener. They go with openers because they don't have the freaking capital or they don't have the money to go ahead and have a five man rotation. That's why they have openers. That's the stupidest thing. But look, I, I, I see a path to be competitive in 2024. And I just don't see it this year. I think it's over. Already, there have been way too many low points. There have been their weak their their weaknesses have been exposed way too much. One step forward, two steps back is the perfect way to characterize this team. If when that once they go on a winning streak, they just keep losing in brutal fashion, and they disappointing loss, brutal loss, frustrating loss, hair pulling loss, winnable games, bad defense, right? It's just a roller coaster of emotion still. And yep. that's yeah. Uh, you know, any last thoughts before we wrap it up here? No, I think we just about hit on everything. Yeah, look, it's gonna be interesting. I know that the deadline's about a month away. It's currently it's June 24th, 2023, when we're recording this. Uh, we we're seeing some moves starting to be made, but like the Eduardo Escobar trade to the angels but like that's early 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 yeah, early that's like a, that's like a low low end move you know that's not a needle mover for either team really and he's way past his his prime you know yeah but i mean point being we're starting to see some minor yeah. trades yep 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 yeah but look i uh, as i was alluding to before we're a month away Maybe if the Red Sox are gonna be competitive, they gotta freaking win now. I'm talking, they gotta yeah. figure figure it out. I, and I said this. I said yeah, this last. Their next they, ten have to be as good as their last ten have been. They gotta go on a huge winning streak and sustain that winning culture. I know the Braves were like this in 21, but at the same time, they had a lot of impact guys. So, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yeah, exactly, and um. I don't know if our roster is there yet. If we're playing David Hamilton and Duran and those guys, and we've been kind of forced to with injuries, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Cause you're getting young guys exposure. I know like yes, look, reality face. Let's in, face reality. This season's loss. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in a year where you are giving those guys more opportunity than you would be in a past year, you're probably not buyers, you know? Yeah. You're not. Cause right. Right. Last year they should have reset under the luxury tax by training Martinez, Avaldi. They did Vasquez and Rich maybe, maybe even Bogarts. You know, like that was never an idea floated around because everybody was like, "Yeah, he's coming back," and I don't think anybody saw him getting two hundred eighty whatever million. So yep, yeah, I mean, bring up the kids and give the kids granted, consistent playing time to figure it out. Yeah, our expiring contracts this year are nowhere nearly as um valuable or good as our one as our ones were last year you know like paxton yes he has value but nobody else has the value that the guys had last year and i think 
if I were to, I would expect another Tommy Pham like addition this deadline. Could you agree with something like that? Like, you know, a role player who doesn't mm-hmm. have to play every day. I, I would expect I'd say a role like player with years of control. Yeah. And Pham's actually had a, he's had a pretty nice year actually with the Mets. Yeah. Alrighty, man. All right. Uh, great episode. Yeah. Alrighty, go socks.